Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The beer is cold and the wings are hot. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Vitaglia on the Sports Leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan. Rochester. Let's get into some fantasy football with Tony Tillo. He is the host of Win Daily, Sirius XM. Always fun having Tony on with us. Tony, how's your summer been so far, bud? Uh, it's been great. Been really, really hot, man. Really, really hot. But, you know, it, it, it could be worse. Tony, um, as we kind of dip our toes into the fantasy football uh, foray for the, the first time, like, and you're doing some mock drafts and everything else, just in a standard scoring system, who do you see going number one overall the most? Is it Eckler? Is it Justin Jefferson? Is it somebody else? Like, set the kind of the top of the draft board for us right now. Uh, right now, I mean, it, it all depends on your preference as far as it's a running back or a receiver. It's either going to be CMC or it's going to be Justin Jefferson. I've actually seen some drafts where Jamar Chase has actually gone uh, number one overall. I'll be honest with you, I don't think you could go wrong with either guy, but I would lean more on Justin Jefferson. I mean, the year he had last year was unbelievable, and there's always going to be the health concerns with CMC, right? So even though he was healthy last year, he had a major workload, so you just never know how that's going to hold up this year. 80, 184 targets last year for Justin Jefferson. That's the kind of guy you want. Hey, Tony, there's a team in a specific quarterback who I'm wondering if you believe is being slept on in drafts. Last time we saw him play a full season, he led the league in passing yards. Is there anything to be said about the Cleveland Browns offense and Deshaun Watson if you're heading into a draft? Uh, this is a, the, the, the big bounce back year for Deshaun Watson. I know it's cliche because everybody's talking about it, but you have to remember, I mean, this is a guy who you know, was out of the league, and he's only a few years removed from his best year ever at 70% completion rate, 4,800 4, yards, 33-7 and seven touchdowns and interceptions. I mean, he was unbelievable, and he had no way to prepare for last season. Brand-new scheme, brand-new offense. He wasn't in shape. He's going to be a different guy this year. And that offense it, with Nick Chubb, no more Kareem Hunt, but you have – obviously Amari Cooper, and I predict a huge year from David and Juco at the tight end spot. So I think this is going to be a big year for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it's funny because uh, Danger's bringing this up because we saw like one you know kind of rating that had Anthony Richardson like the same boat as Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. I'm like, boy, that's 
interesting. And, and I guess the question here is your thoughts on Richardson and like what is your stomach for drafting rookies? Because Watson, I remember drafting him as a rookie. That really paid off here. So is there somebody that you're keeping your eye on here? And what are your thoughts on Richardson uh, coming out of the gate in Indy? Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy to talk about rookies because obviously when you flip and go to the running back situation, everybody's drafting B. John Robinson as one of the top running backs. And it's really hard to fathom, you know, is he going to be able to continue to be productive with a lackluster quarterback play? And now you're talking about a quarterback rookie and Anthony Richardson. And listen, I had to, I had to be honest, man. I heard you guys hating on the Eagles a little bit before I, as I was sitting on hold. So, you know, I, I look, I look at this and I say, this is, this is Jalen Hurts territory, right? But this kid is so athletic. And, you know, the biggest question mark is, will he start right away? But the competition is Gardner Minshew. So even if he takes a couple weeks, he's going to be so good and fantastic that he's going to make you just, you know, forget about where you drafted him, and he will be productive for the rest of the year. Tony, talking about the NFC East, one of the teams that we did mention when we were talking about the Eagles that could take a step up in surprise, and I think they were a surprise last year. The New York Giants offense doesn't go without Saquon Barkley. What do you think happens here with Saquon Barkley as the deadline for him to reach a long-term deal with the Giants looms here on Monday? Yeah, I, I listen, man. I know you guys are New York guys, and I have no idea what they're doing over there because, listen, I mean, this is a guy who, I, I get it, you know, he played the most games since he did as a rookie last year. He played 16 games. You know, he hasn't played 16 games since 18, and, and he was very productive. You know, 4.4 yards per carry. He obviously 76 targets, 57 receptions, and he's not even asking, the, you know, to break the bank here. He just wants to be paid for his production, and I'll tell you what, from a fantasy perspective, what scares me about this is whenever you go into a season dealing with these kind of distractions, it's not always good for production. There's a mental aspect of the game that really scares me. So I would think that the Giants would have budged by now and that they haven't. It really kind of scares me because I think he's willing to hold out as long as he can. Tony uh, Cotillo, host of Win Daily on SiriusXM, is our guest here as we're kind of just starting to put our toe in the water here, just thinking yeah. of scenarios, and this is this is the time to do it. And you know, Tony, when we we know who you know we think are going to be the good fantasy teams: your your Chiefs, your Bills, your Bengals, the Lions. What, give me like one team that right now all the talent is kind of you can get toward the end of the draft or like on the cheap. Who is a team that you think right now wasn't good last year but could take a step up fantasy-wise? Well, I think that obviously the, the popular statement would be the New York Jets, right, because of Aaron Rodgers. I think everybody's talking about that. Uh, but for me personally, I'm going to go – I'm all in on the Denver Broncos. I, you know, I know – Last year, you know, it was a very interesting year. Uh, you know, obviously with the head coach, he was an issue. Team chemistry was an issue. I'm a big Sean Payton believer. And, you know, I look at a lot of people that are really looking over Russell Wilson thinking he's done, which I do not think that's the case. Javante Williams, just because he tore ACL, he comes back this year. Not a lot of competition. He's being overlooked. And there's guys in the draft that you can get. And I, one guy specifically, you can get in the last few rounds, his name is Tim Patrick, hmm. which is the number three wide receiver coming off an injury. I mean, he's one year removed from 82, 52, 740, and 5. And that's a receiver that could be your second or third option on a fantasy team that people are overlooking. On an offense, 
in my opinion, guys, it's going to be dynamic because of Sean Payton. So if we're talking quarterbacks, Tony, would you put Russell Wilson as one that, I mean, it's hard for me to imagine him having a worse season than he had last year. But I mean, there are guys that, that, you know, we probably view in regular football terms as like, all right, they're outside of our top 10. But from a fantasy perspective, are very easily inside of our top 10. Who's rising? Who's sliding in your mind in terms of the quarterback position? You know, one of the guys I think that's sliding a little bit is probably going to be Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I think he kind of – I like Trevor Lawrence, but I think he really hit his ceiling last year. Uh, to expect him to have 572 attempts again and pass for 24-10 and 10, I think is a pipe dream. Uh, I think it'll be a more of an average-based offense, even though they have a lot of weapons out there. I just don't think he's going to hit that ceiling. Um, and another guy that I think that's – you know, Geno Smith, I, 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 again, it's hard for me to get behind Geno. I know he had a great year last year, but, you know, for him to just continue to pass for 4,000-plus and 28 to 30 touchdowns, I think is unrealistic. And talk about sleeping, I think people are – I hate to say this. Like, you guys are going to get me to say this on the air, but I think people are sleeping on Dak Prescott. I'm not supposed to like Cowboys. I bleed green, but I tell you what, what he can do – in that offense, he is a machine when it comes offensively. So I think he's being overlooked in fantasy drafts. Yeah, if we go back to all these conversations last year, I don't know how many people were banging the drum, and, and you were one of them. Like, hey, we need J- hurts, 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 and yep. look at that. Well. Is the analogy correct, or is it a little off? Because here we had last year a second-year quarterback rush for 1,100 yards in, in Justin Fields, and I would love that, that that pick a little bit more if I liked the talent, which what do they have there in Chicago? So the question is, where do you come down on Justin Fields? Say, you know, I'm actually a Justin Fields believer. Um, and, and, and you said the magic word. You said Jalen Hurts, and the reason why – you know, if you look at projection-wise, they're both projected to attempt about 475 to 480 attempts from the passing perspective. Now, the biggest knock on Justin Fields last year was his accuracy, only 60%. But the biggest knock on, J- on Jalen Hurts before last year was his accuracy because he was only 60%. But the thing is, you can teach accuracy. As long as you have the vision, you can teach that. And I think that this year, adding a guy like DJ Moore that gives him more of a veteran leader, a guy that he doesn't always have to go deep with, can go across the middle, I think it solidifies that receiving core down. You have him with Mooney. You have him with Colcomet. I really think he's going to rush less, and I think he's going to throw more, and I think it's going to elevate his game. All right, so a tight end when we're talking about draft strategy here. Travis Kelsey, if somebody wanted to say, I'm going to take him in the top five, I don't know that you could really blink at that strategy, but who's behind Kelsey? Who is there that could provide some value? And, and where do you see some of these tight ends beneath Kelsey kind of falling in terms of the mock drafts that you've been a part of, Tony? Well, you see, here's the thing with the tight end. I mean, this year it's obviously Kelsey and Andrews and everybody else. And I think you can absolutely wait on guys, you know, from a tight end perspective. I mentioned a guy earlier in David Njuku. I think David Njuku, I mentioned this on a serious show a few weeks ago, that he could be a number three tight end in fantasy this year. He's that good and that athletic. You think about who's the number two option in Cleveland it's going to be him at the Amari Cooper. And if we're talking about a Watson reclamation project, you're talking about a lot more targets for Njuku. I'll give you another one. Greg Dolchik, a guy in Denver. Remember the name Jimmy Graham. You know, Sean Payton built Jimmy Graham into a pro Bowl tight end, and Dolchik has that moxie. So he's another guy who excelled last year in an offense that people are overlooking. So I really think it. And last, I'll say Tyler Conklin for the Jets because Aaron Rodgers loves throwing the tight end. 
Uh, you know, so, Tony, we're going to be uh, at Bill's camp here 13 days. Not that we're counting down, but we're pretty excited about that. So, it's uh, it, look, if you're going to draft Bill's players, we like to joke here there's a Bill's tax that you're going to have to reach a little bit. But for, for people that do want it, we know that the number one guy is going to be uh, Stefan Diggs. But how do you see the targets going after that? Like this time last year, I didn't know until I started talking to fantasy people like you how divisive a topic uh, Gabe Davis was, and it ended up being divisive because the numbers weren't there. So he's in a contract here. Uh, the Bills drafted a tight end who may be the slot receiver, a rookie in Dalton Kikade. Um, you, you have two other guys that uh, you know the Bills brought in at the bottom end. How do you see the targets being divvied up in Buffalo? Yeah, you know, it's a great question. I think it's the question of the year, really, because here's another mental aspect, right? You guys know what it was going on with Stephon Diggs and talking about he wanted to be involved in play-calling scenarios, and he kind of was acting like a diva at the end of last year and coming out. So that worries me. Gabe Davis didn't step up. That worries me. But the one guy who doesn't worry me, I think you can really get a value on, is Khalil Shakir. And I really love his playmaking ability. I mean, listen, this is going to James Cook now from the running back position. So you're going to need another gadget guy, kind of like that Isaiah McKenzie was a few years ago. So I really like Shakir. And I think he's a guy that, you know, if you drop, think about this, if you drop 15 targets off of Diggs and 15 off of Gabe and you add 40, you know, to Shakir, he had 20 last year, that gives you 60. That gives him about 40 to 50 catches. And that's a steal or a guy who may not even get drafted in fantasy legs. All right. Who's your number one late round sleeper, Tony? Who's the guy that you're leaving the most drafts with that, that nobody else is really talking about? Uh, you know, I, I mentioned to, I mentioned earlier, you know, it's two guys that are being drafted in the last, and that's Tim Patrick of, of the Broncos and the other guys, Hunter Renfro, you know, of the, the Raiders. And specifically for one reason, he had a down year last year. But now you insert Jimmy G at the quarterback position, and Jimmy G likes to get rid of the ball. He doesn't like to get touched, and he's going to be looking at a guy across the middle all day long, and that's going to be Renfro. So look for him to go back to 100 targets again this year and a guy that you can draft anywhere between like round 17 and 19 in your drafts. Yeah, one thing that I've kind of learned over the years, Tony, is just play different formats because they're all different, different yeah. strategies. Uh, we are Danger and I are in a super flex league. Love that because like that and put yeah. so much importance on the on the quarterback when you can actually do that. Uh, PPR. We are also in a guillotine league. Love the guillotine league. What are some of your favorite formats? Is there anything else that you're seeing kind of on the horizon here that maybe we can kind of try here? Yeah, you know, I think the new and and again, I'm, I'm a green guy when it comes to this because I don't play dynasty, but it, I know it's one thing I'm just getting into this year. I really like it because you're drafting for the long haul. I used to be in a big keeper league before where we used to draft two keepers every single year and keep them based on the rounds that they were drafted in. And dynasty is the same thing because you're looking at those those guys, those rookies, that would be where a guy like an Anthony Richardson would excel because you want to draft them for the long haul, right? You know, those rookies, those rookies, uh, Charbonnet from Seattle, a guy you really want to go in on dynasty. So I think that's the kind of league that really intrigues me the most and I haven't really dove into yet because of being able to kind of be a GM, so to speak, for future years. Tony, tell us a little bit about Win Daily at SiriusXM, when we can hear it and, and what the show's all about. Yeah, man, we got a lot of good things going from a DFS perspective, sports betting, season long uh, fantasy. We, you can catch us live every weekend, uh, Saturday nights and Sunday nights from 9 to 11 p.m. on Sears XM Fantasy Channel 87. 
uh, giving you nonstop fancy talk all week long on YouTube as well. Now, Tony, j- just to be clear, we weren't knocking the Eagles, but you know, as somebody who <laughs> who follows that division, it never happens. The Eagles are a playoff team, probably, but to win the division again, that doesn't happen too often in the East. No, listen, you 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 aren't mistaken. I do get it. I just think that they're too powerful right now. There's too many question marks around everybody else. Um, but you do. You never know. But I will say this. I'm with you, too. LeBron needs to stop crying and make everything about LeBron, man. I, I saw that, too. It was the first thing I thought about last night as well. <laughs> Tony will do so the yeah, like So, yeah, you don't appreciate him. We don't appreciate we, we, him. That's what yeah. we need to do. We just need yeah, to appreciate him more. more, Tony. We appreciate you, Tony. Yeah, we, don't, for- we, don't, we don't need a LeBron appreciation day. He does that on his own enough. Thanks, uh, thanks for joining us this afternoon, bud. Let's do it again soon. Sounds good, man. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, Tony Cotillo. He's the host of Win Daily. You can hear him weekend Sirius XM here in the sports bar. Now, there's so many different formats. Have you heard of the vampire format? I have. So what the vampire format is, okay, say you have 12 teams. Can I stop you for a second? Because yeah. as if you're watching us, at the, <laughs> if you search out the fan Rochester on YouTube or Twitch, Gene's camera is facing Gene, but you can see the reflection in a window behind Gene of what Gene has on his computer monitor. And it's a picture of the Count from Sesame Street, which when I see it, I'm like, what, the heck is, he what is Gene doing? Are we going to talk about the weather here? Is Count Hetzko going to come in and, and tell us about how many inches <laughs> of rain not, we're going to get? What, what's happening? Count, Count Hetzko. <laughs> I'm sorry. Vampire League. It's every once in a while, Danger reminds me, um, you know, we're on camera there. <laughs> like they could see the reflection of your monitor. <laughs> You might want to like. Move Why is Gene school? watching Sesame Street in the middle of the show? I don't understand what's happening in the sports book. Imagine you're in a fantasy league, but you can't draft. Okay, you are the vampire now. I guess like how you select who the vampire is going to be. But say there's ten teams, twelve teams, make it even twelve teams, and twelve team league, and eleven teams have their draft. Those eleven teams can never go to the waiver wire, ever. You're stuck with your team. That's it. The vampire is the 12th team. The vampire took nobody. The vampire has to rely on free agents, the waiver wire. They get everything else, the pick of the litter. But if the vampire beats you, <laughs> the vampire gets to take who they want as a, as a reward. Uh, out of your team. Right. So, so you can't lose to the vampire. Vampire. And and the the champion is crowned in the, the typical way. The vampire could be in the postseason, could be out of the postseason. Correct. You're trying to survive the vampire. The vampire. And and how do you determine who the vampire is? I don't know. I would think that that would be up to... Is that a random you, draw? Yeah. Like, who is the vampire? I love it. I love... And it was, I believe... It's Paul Charchian, really. Yeah. He's like the godfather of all of these different strategies and games and, and guillotineleagues.com. Uh, we've had Paul on with us a bunch of times to talk about all the different formats that he enjoys playing. It's just different strategies, different ways. The Empire League, where if you if you win, if somebody wins two years in a row, the league disbands forever. Like a pot builds and builds and builds. And you never really get a payout until somebody wins that is, two years in a row, and then I, the the I, league disbands. <laughs> dude, name me one league that really exists like that. I would honestly, love. No, honestly, I think that's just Charchy and wanting money, and I can collect the. Interest I would on this love league. that. That would be amazing to be a part of that league where every year you don't win anything unless you back unless you repeat and you win back to back. The pressure that it puts on all the other managers to make sure that the guy that won last year doesn't win again. 
And then the, the winner of the, the that goes back to back, the guy that wins back to back, that creates an empire, gets Get the, the entire pot. So think about like most leagues are what, 50 to 100? I mean, there's higher stakes, but you know, when you're first coming out of college or whatever, like that's that's a commitment. Now, when you kind of you get into, okay, whatever, like we're not doing it for the money, you're doing it for the camaraderie. But what I kind of like, like the money, though, I'm not yeah, going to lie. Well, <laughs> seriously, like, yeah, at the end, it's like, it's like, oh, that's the little bonus. I, I, I do like yeah. when I could say at the end of a fantasy football season that I did better than break even, that I didn't lose money. Because the camaraderie is nice, but, you know, if I'm going to pay league dues, I want to make sure that when it's all said and done, I'm, I'm above, I'm not, I'm not in the red, I'm in the black every year. That's the hope. Yeah, the most ever one was in the Survivor Pool. Of course. That was like, yeah, yes. that's the one. Yes. Yeah. Well, don't worry. Survivor Football will be here soon enough, and Gene will regale us with his weekly picks. Mm. He's wringing mm. his hands. He is ready for Survive well, in advance. I'm putting it back on the count. Count Hesco will not be making an appearance today. No. <laughs> no fear. <laughs> no fear of two, three, four inches of rain. Ah, ah, ah. Watch tonight. Uh, we've got a couple of uh, morsels from around the NFL to get to next. We'll sprinkle in some appetizers before we get to happy hour here coming up at 5 o'clock. You can join us on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line. That number is 866-4-FAN, 866-4326, award-winning barbecue from Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub. And the new location at 135 West Commercial Street in East Rochester, goodsmokebbq.com. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y Odyssey Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 